Hello, governors, ladies, figures of the night. You clicked on it, so now you stop listening to it. A rando shots podcast with your right proper other human rando shot as your host. A socialist with champagne taste. Respect all the ways of the people with a mouthful of water. Nothing is better, nothing is wetter. Nothing can beat what you're about to listen to. So keep the downloads coming. The insults fucking flying. Sparing all expense in the machinations you're about to hear. And remember to keep your knickers untwisted and settle the price of your trainers. Because we at the Randall Shorts Podcast don't fucking care. Welcome to the carnival that is world geopolitics and all its inner machinations. I am your host, lovely, dashing, irresistible, stupid, and intelligent, capable and incapable as I am. Rando Shots. Appreciate you joining the mob on this wonderful and lovely day. The climate crisis is ever growing, governments are not progressing, the people are starving for content and maybe even food. Shelter is unknown. The future is completely uncertain, though scientists and Fallout developers have some ideas. But we are here in the now, and you lucky listeners have the right to listen to me travel about like a commoner on the affairs of the powerful, rich, famous, corrupt, backstabbing, polished, disheveled, and absolute fools that are those we call leaders. Do not fret. I will tell you nothing of their sort, because I am of you, the people, and that, oh, that you can bet, will make your listening experience great. Though if you are of legal age, a shot or two, blunt or bong, locked away sitting on a toilet, as you listen will definitely help, as well as grunting noises and pushing. All right, enough of this opening. Now time to turn things over to myself in front of the microphone. Hope you enjoy. And remember, Rando Shot's catchphrase, because we live in a capitalist society. Thank you, thank you, <laughs> thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you for joining us for episode eight of the Rando Shots podcast. Now we got a few updates for you, and uh, then we'll get on to our main segment. So let's begin. A few updates on the podcast. Uh, I am looking to finally establish how things are going to go going forward. Firstly, I appreciate all the support so far from members of the mob and those simply sticking their heads into the room for a second. Hope you're all having fun. If not, pop some shots. Maybe it'll get interesting. This past month has been uh, interesting 
and fun. I've never done stuff like this, but glad I am getting down to it and uh, learning with each episode. Love the conversations I've had with people outside the podcast as a result of it. And I'm curious if you all have had conversations too, or are still loners in depression, ready to be done with this shit. Don't worry, I'm in that same boat, and trust me, there are many a day where I wish this shit was the Titanic, and Leo pulled her ass off that door and saved him fucking self. If you're a Zoomer, and don't get that reference, maybe considering Hollywood, you know, makes the same shit, one day you might see the remake of the Titanic, and Leo will get justice in that version. Anyways, what's the future of the podcast? Well, for one, narrative and singular focused episodes like uh, number eight, seven, and I believe six, I want to do one either weekly or every other week because they take kind of a bit of time and research in order to do as well as outline work and whatnot. I literally like write a whole fucking script for those. Um, I also want those podcasts to have a bit more link to them and maybe cover more than just one topic. So we'll see how that goes. Number two is uh, episodes such as this one will come out a lot more often, hopefully. Um, now, what is an episode like this one? Well, I just kind of want to go off on the rip on these episodes, you know, covering popular news stories of the day, politics, culture, economic bullshit, uh, whether me and your mom had fun last night by accident, and if the alpha male is going extinct, um, that's right, I'm, I'm your new parent, that's right, let that sink in. And if your mom is not uh, close to you or something like that, then your dad. Yeah, me and your dad did something. Anyways, uh, I um, am hoping to uh, release these at least three or two times, at least a week, to give you guys a steady stream of content. So long as you fuckers are sharing and caring, of course. Uh, next point, uh, I'm, you know, looking to have some guest episodes to go more in depth on narrative episodes and their topics, you know, and I'm working on setting these up as soon as I, uh, learn some software, you know, and get some guests, because uh, this is, after all, a one-man operation right now, outside my British counterpart, Roger. And he is only paid to walk down a hallway and shout at you fuckers, you know, to calm down. And that cost me at least a Milky Way bar a week. So I hope you fucking appreciate it. Next point is, uh, we have some goals. And with those goals will come some celebrations of sort. Um, once we get to 500 average listeners per episode... I will be giving away a $50 gift card. When that time comes, I will tell you where to do the entry ticket, I guess you could say, into that uh, giveaway. 
and uh, just make sure you're in the uh, United States because international shipping is a motherfucker and uh, yeah I want to give back to the community um, I'm looking to do more giveaways down the road um, one of the ones I've already you know kind of committed myself to is at about 1,000 average listeners an episode I'm assuming that my lazy ass will have developed a Patreon or some other support method by then. And depending on how big that is and how much money that brings in, whatever it is, I will tell you all and I will give half of it to two lucky winners that will split the half that I give away that are members of the group that give money. And uh, I will still be giving a smaller prize probably two $50 gift cards or so, or a smaller amount if we're not making that much by then, um, to two more people who are not in the group giving money. Because unlike a capitalist, I support all members of the mob, whether they pay or not to be in the fucking room. Because, yeah, fair is fair. A listen is still helping the podcast. A share is still helping the podcast. helps it a little bit more if you do all three, but hey, I'm not picky. Beggars can't be fucking choosers. And um, last but not least, uh, I do want to make this my full-time job and commitment. Tired of working for other people and kind of want to set my own hours and shit without, you know, doing a fucking gig job that ruins my car. You know, a voice in your ear. Whether you find it uh, intoxicating, educational, peaceful, illuminating, or it gives you a moist-like sensation. Which if, you know, that is the case, you should seek help. Just a voice or a video, you never know. I want to spread this experience and uh, build up the mob to a community we can all be proud of. So help me in fulfilling this by sharing the podcast, listening to it, and having conversations where you throw my name in it and don't you dare tell them that I am a fucking socialist first. You goddamn idiots. They'll think I am crazy and associate you and me with dirty-ass ultra-liberals and you'll get nowhere. Now, I'm not taking liability for you looking like you associate with someone people might consider a psychopath even though they they themselves are fucking psychopaths. But, uh, yeah. Don't blame me. So leave that part out first. Say I'm a logical socialist if you got to. Which I am. I mean, most of the time. So, uh, follow us wherever you get your podcast. I know this podcast is on Spotify, RSS.com, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcast, Podcast Index, Listen Notes, whatever the fuck that is. And um, we're working on getting ourselves on some other platforms and distribution sites. So, uh, 
follow us on Twitch as well. Uh, we're going to be doing some gaming streams and reactions with video, you know, and uh, just probably keep that as close to live as possible so as little delay as possible. Um, I don't know the schedule for that yet, but just search Rando Shots on Twitch and uh, leave a follow. And in the future, we will also have a YouTube page for content. But as you can tell, some of our topics and the way we discuss that content might cause some issues there with, you know, their regulation of their site, which is their right to do. Um, so maybe one day when we have like a live show format kind of um, with maybe more individuals in the podcast then I will put videos on there and they'll probably be just snippets to avoid, you know, any kind, you know, any type of fucking violation or shit like that. Because we don't want Susan fucking us. Now that uh, all that is out of the way, and you know the things that shall come from sitting on this train, let's get sticky. That's right, I did say moist and sticky in the first fucking few minutes of this podcast, and I hope I have thoroughly creeped out several people. Firstly, trump the orange Papa Dooney. He's back for round three of the American Ride, and he hit the greatest hits in his announcement speech. From Maralugo. You all know the talking points. You all know the crazy shit. And he just went right for it again. He went after, you know, the LGBTQ plus movement and immigrants. As per usual. This time instead of talking about, you know, how they're bad and crazy people. He, uh, he just quadrupled like the fucking number of supposed immigrants uh, saying it was like 10 or 20 million something fucking immigrants, um, which no, it's not. This shit was wild. Okay. And, uh, you know, the LGBTQ stuff. I mean, he didn't really touch the lesbians and the gays, but he definitely went after the trans people. Um his statements there are just it's not his conversation to have and it's 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 a bunch of bullshit it's just a bunch of bullshit bro it's always bullshit like why the fuck do people care what the fuck someone else does with their life who they fuck who they marry what they do with their body if it's not harming fucking anybody else Uh, he said the economy was shit, but uh, of course he didn't act like he played, uh, you know, a part. Because the way the economy is now, this doesn't happen in two years. This is, you know, this is kind of like four or five years of lead up and planning and, and, and fucked up policy. So, you know, it's not, it's not just Biden. I mean, he's definitely contributed 
by not holding fucking company executives, oil executives and shit, not holding their feet to the fucking fire and doing what the fuck a president should do. But hey, you know, it's not all Biden. Trump played a big fucking part when he was president. Okay, this is ramifications of his fucked up response to COVID and all manner of shit. Obama played a part too. I wouldn't have bailed out the fucking goddamn car industry. I'd have told him, as big as you fucking companies are, you can't handle a fucking few years of a fucking stormy weather? Sounds like a fucking you problem. He uh, also said he was going to drain the swamp, just like last time. You know, he said this, I mean, again, like I said, he was hitting the fucking greatest hits. The, 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 the Trump doctrine fucking greatest hits, man. So he was talking about draining the swamp. And of course, just like last time, he's not going to drain the swamp. He's just going to appoint motherfuckers that he, you know, that lick his balls all the way to the ass crack. That's it. And those are going to be, of course, you know, corporate executives, you know, trust fund babies like fucking Kushner. Bunch of fucking dirty, grimy motherfuckers that are literally the same fuckers already in the swamp. Uh, he said uh, that the oil price issue was on Biden. It's not just on Biden. Okay, it's you know it's because oil execs are more fucking full of flammable material than the barrels they fucking sell in oil. Okay, just don't approach them motherfuckers with a match because they're gonna light the fuck on fire. Not just the pants, but just the whole fucking thing. There's there's the pieces of shit. Okay. He, uh, he went after China, and of course, you know, he brought up the, the, the COVID when doing so, and uh, tariffs and all this other bullshit. He said he took them on headfirst and did an amazing job. Hugely, I did the best job with China. China, I did the best job. Okay, COVID came over here. And I fucked it up. I took it on. I survived. I did better than any president. Which of course was bullshit. Um, here we are, what, a million fucking dead Americans. I think the number is way past that by now. Um, from COVID. We don't know how many actually truly died from COVID. Because in some states... Uh, and even just in some hospitals, regardless of state, you know, some of the COVID deaths were marked for other reasons, which the reason the death happened was probably, yes, because of like pneumonia or asthma or something like that. But it was exacerbated in a lot of places because uh, or in a lot of people because of COVID. So the number is probably way, way fucking higher than that. Um... He went full psycho and suggested execution for drug dealers. Now, we here on the mob know many a plug. And while they may stick your ass on an ounce, that does not mean you need to motherfucking pounce on the ass. Just get another fucking plug. Unless you're doing some hard drugs, then you, you, you need to seek help. 
he talked about uh, the raid and how other presidents took shit. More shit, he claims. Um, sorry. Just no. Because they followed the protocol. And they didn't take it. It was NARA, who's the uh, government organization that handles that stuff. And they usually take it to locations. And by usually, I mean always. They always take it to locations that they operate and run. Um, usually near the wherever the presidential library site is for the president that the documents you know were created under. Meanwhile, he took a bunch of fucking top secret documents that talk about you know all manner of shit, stored them in some fucking shoe boxes in uh, Mar-a-Lago. So, big difference. But I mean, you know, one of the things that I find interesting, even before he announced he was running for president, is the Republican Party leaders, if you listen to them, they they weren't wanting this. They did not want this. They wanted someone more tame this time, you know. They wanted like a fucking Ron DeSantis type. I mean, sure, he's fucking wild too, because he's, you know, the don't say gay bill, and he's like, he's the first, it's, does it, does it, uh, say you can't say gay in the bill that's what the media is calling it it's just like yeah but bruh it's basically don't say that you're gay but for teachers um they wanted him because he took on disney which in reality fun fact to anyone living in florida in those areas near uh the disney zone that used to exist that no longer does Disney was basically funding that entire area. It did not cost the uh, Floridian taxpayer a single dime. Disney basically said, this is our zone. We'll pay for every service that's in here. So fire departments, police, etc. They paid for it. Now Floridians have to fucking cover that cost. And I think it was like two to four billion dollars. So, Ron DeSantis actually fucked you by taking on Disney. All because, what was it? I, th- I don't think it was the aerial thing. I think it was something the fuck else. that The Buzz Lightyear shit. I think it was because the Buzz Lightyear movie. Because the, like, three-second lesbian kiss that had all the conservatives up in a fucking tissy. Enjoy that two fucking billion dollars in extra taxes your ass is about to fucking pay. But, uh, they wanted him. I think they wanted him because he's easier on the moderates in the Republican Party to taste. He's easier for them to take down. But Donald's not going down without a fight, okay? He announced he's running because he hopes he can get elected again to avoid some, you know, criminal charges, get some revenge, further push his narrative that the election was stolen. To ease his narcissistic fucking brain. And to really just fuck everyone in the Republican Party. That has gone against him. And I think this is going to fracture them. I do. I mean there's plenty of conservative voters. Who voted red down the fucking ticket. Who said look. You did four years of this motherfucker. It clearly didn't fucking work. I'm not doing this shit again. So. 
you know, they're just like, fuck it. I'll choose the goddamn Democrats for now until this motherfucker's gone. And until his crew is gone, it's back to not voting anymore, drinking their fucking moonshine, sitting on the goddamn porch. You know, you know, they're 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 out of it. So I'm fine with this because I feel like it's going to be we're kind of watching the death throes of the Republican Party, which we should still be very fucking concerned because a lot of these fucking Republican leaders are some crafty ass motherfuckers. They've already shown it with Roe v. Wade. They've already showed it with the student debt shit because that's now being stopped. They are some crafty ass motherfuckers. Trump didn't get elected because of Trump. Trump got elected because the motherfuckers in charge are very good at fucking hyping up the fucking idiotic masses. So, you're not done, but at least this is like another, this is a gunshot wound. This is a fucking shotgun rather than a pistol wound. But, um, good riddance. Good fucking riddance. I say let's handle the Democrats next. Let's get ourselves uh, uh, the opposite of Trump. So let AOC run. Bernie's too old to run. He's way too old. I can't can't handle another motherfucking dried up prune bag in the Oval Office. I fucking can't. Let AOC run. Okay. She's complete opposite of Trump. Give me that green deal. And attacks the rich Met Gala style. And honestly, if, if she wins, it probably won't be the end of the Democrats. If they were to run her and she won, it, it'd probably be a goddamn golden age for the Democrats. <laughs> but uh, fucking, yeah. Donald Trump is running for president 2024. So get ready for the goddamn insanity, folks. And uh, let's go on to our next story. I didn't know he was still in trial over this shit. I thought it was already settled. But apparently a judge overseeing Harvey Weinstein's case in L.A. dropped four of the 11 charges against him. Prosecutors decided not to go forth with one of the accuser's uh, counts, uh, or I guess information, John Doe or Jane Doe 5 or some shit was her name. Uh, Turns out more stuff came out also this week involving him. Where apparently he did um, carry out his deeds with Gavin Newsom's uh, wife, who's the current governor of California. And uh, I mean, this guy's these skeletons are just gonna keep falling out of this fucking closet till humanity is fucking completely dead and gone, and there's no one around to give a shit. I, I mean. Was it also with like Hollywood? Everyone shut the fuck up about this? Because I mean, it seems like everyone's fucking experienced this. So did everybody just shut the fuck up? It's so fucking weird, Hollywood. It's so fucking weird, dude. I mean, throw away the key on this motherfucker. Don't even finish this this case. Just throw away the key. He's old as shit anyways. Throw away the key. Forget to feed him a couple days and then just, you know, let nature take its fucking course and I don't I don't, I, I gotta scar some of you 
Um, <laughs> Harvey Weinstein had an infection on his ween. That's right. He got like gangrene or something on his wiener. On his sausage stick. On whatever bratwurst he had under those, you know, under that waist. Okay. He had an infection at some point. And I guess his ass got it from something that would have left him in legal danger. Because apparently this left him with practically a missing penis, more or less. Which means he was too afraid to go to a doctor to get this shit fixed. I mean, guys with money like he had, there's no way that you don't have the ability to afford, you know, saving your fucking penis. So, yeah, he's got, he's got a... I should probably have started that off with a trigger warning. <laughs> I mean, I kind of did. But, uh, yeah, I found that out. Uh, it was apparently talked about in one of his court cases. So I had to know. People in the courtroom had to know. People who follow the case have to know. And now you have to know. Because this is the mob, baby. We suffer in the need to throw up together. On to our next story, uh, Jeff Bezos, Big Daddy Jeff Bezos, All Father Jeff Bezos, uh, Victor of Divorce Court Jeff Bezos, even though he did take, you know, a small loss in the grand scheme of things, he did a sit-down interview with his new bae, the one that was, you know, crushing over Leo. Leonardo DiCaprio but was too many years over 25 to get involved or gain his attention for long um, he did an interview I think it was Good Morning America or it might have been CNN I'm not sure I think it was CNN it could have been either Good Morning America or CNN it might have been CNN because I believe Don Lemon was fucking talking not to him but after the interview was like aired partially you know a nice little puff piece for uh, another billionaire, you know, because they get so many of them, because they practically own and control a fuck ton of the media. And uh, he was talking about a bunch of shit. Um, you know, they were just letting him run off like he, like his brain is fucking infinite or some shit, and. You know, his heart's full of gold and his turds are like diamonds. You're just talking about a bunch, bunch of random stupid shit. You know, I will say this. He had restraint on talking about the economy because he said he didn't know if we were in a recession yet. That part I did kind of like because when billionaires say that shit's hitting the fan, the stock market reacts so fucking poorly that it's insane. So... I, at least he did you know, kind of go reserve on that. Um, he was talking about how, like I said, difficult it is to be a philanthropist. Um, meanwhile, I, I mean, I guess I don't think he is technically involved anymore. He's probably sitting on the board of Amazon, but I don't think he's involved with the day-to-day -day management. 
But still, Amazon is beginning a round of 10,000 layoffs, uh, likely back-end workers on the tech side, rather than, you know, fulfillment center workers, delivery drivers, and shit like that, because, hey, capitalism says you gotta keep them packages flowing, and people pissing in diapers, okay? You got to. Tracking motherfuckers with, you know, badges and name tags and fucking wristbands and all manner of bullshit because one of those motherfucking fulfillment centers unionized okay and if you let one fall it's like a domino and capitalism does not like dominoes i mean i like dominoes it's actually pretty good fucking pizza it's better than papa john's but we're not talking about those dominoes i'm hungry as shit i'm uh next point um historic moon mission is set to take place and personally I don't give a shit okay no offense to anybody that works at fucking NASA no offense to anybody that loves all that shit space shit and all this bullshit I don't give a shit and I don't think anyone else gives a shit either how about we stop trying to escape this planet just because it's about to burn and fucking focus on maybe, you know, forcing corporations to fix their shit. And I get it. We we got a lot of shit out of going to the moon. We did. Practically everything you depend on a day is a result of us going to the fucking moon. Except for, I guess, like, your car. And even then, that probably got an improvement because we went to the fucking moon. But, fucking hell, we are not... This isn't. Motherfuckers are acting like this is Mass Effect and we're about to find some fucking alien piece of tech on goddamn Mars or the fucking moon and suddenly we'll be fucking Star Trek in this motherfucker. We're not, okay? And even if we did find that shit, reverse engineering it would take generations. Meanwhile, the planet's about to fucking flood and burn the fuck up in like a hundred years. Now, when you in a future, you're going to say, fucking, I'm going for a walk in the goddamn park. I'll be 30 seconds because you got to wear a goddamn radiation suit. Just step out your goddamn house. And it's not even a walk. It's like a step out and step the fuck back in and just say you went to the park. And, you know, corporations got this bullshit where they're just like, you know, use a metal straw and recycle. First off, recycling has been broke for several years now because China stopped taking the shit in mass. So a lot of us are putting shit in our recycling bin and it's literally going to the same place the shit that in our trash bin goes. So recycling has been kind of fucked for the past few years. Only thing that really gets recycled nowadays here in America is like copper or soda cans or glass bottles plastic and the rest of that shit is just going right in the fucking dump and the metal straw bullshit fuck it whatever I don't give a shit just stop trying to fucking flee earth okay you're not going anywhere in time before shit hits the fan this isn't fucking interstellar Matthew McConaughey is not gonna fucking 
float in a goddamn black hole talking to a robot that's somewhere in the black hole too and fucking come out the other side and we're all fucking playing baseball on a goddamn spinny fucking ship on our way to the, some new fucking homeworld. It's not happening. Be real and realistic. On to the next thing, keeping it on, you know, climate. What the fuck is up with climate activists and, and spaghetti and glue? Like, I really think when people join these, like, climate cults or whatever, and they take their first LSD trip, some shit just gets rewired the wrong goddamn way. Stop throwing spaghetti on some random-ass museum piece and gluing yourself to it and fucking standing there looking like a goddamn idiot. You're hurting the cause because you make yourself look fucking insane. And I get it. That one girl that it was like a Vincent Van Gogh piece or some shit. And she was just like, well, you're talking about it and it's being talked about. That's why we did it. And we did it to a piece that's covered by, you know, a cover to protect it and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, but you still just look like a fucking insane Zoomer. Like, stop that shit. Instead of doing that shit, I don't know, fucking build a fucking economic coalition or some shit get some of your members into government or just talk about it on like a podcast not the Randall shots podcast okay because we at the mob don't we don't want insanity just yet i'm i'm enough insanity but just like there's people out there willing to goddamn listen there's people out there willing to support you guys. And you're doing this insane, stupid shit. And the only people who see that shit, okay? The only people who see that are fucking baby boomers and fucking just like 40 year olds and late 30 year olds. People who actually go to fucking museums still. At least art museums. Okay, it's not it's not getting the fucking masses. There's a lot of goddamn idiots out there. Okay, and it's not hitting them that you're doing this shit, that you're doing it for climate change. You just look fucking psychotic to the few people that are paying attention. So, I don't know. Fuck them up through their wallet. Don't fuck them up through Oh, well, by Joe, that painting is covered in spaghetti. I guess, my dear, we shall have to go for a ride on the yacht. We can't walk through the Louvre because there is some fucking 15-year-old covered in stickers with her hand glued to a fucking mirror. It's dumb as shit, dude. Fuck them in their wallet. Go after their fucking wallets. Go after these corporations in their fucking wallets. Fuck their wallet like you're an OnlyFans girl. And they're a 45-year-old divorced dad who got, you know, who gets the kids once a month and is too afraid to get back into the dating life. So your feet picks are enough for him. Fuck them that way. Jesus, the spaghetti shit is fucking weird, dude. And it's an insult to Italians everywhere, okay? Democrats, uh, they won the Senate. I mean, the Warnock race is... It's not irrelevant, 
it ensures if he if Warnock wins, I think we're at 50 now, and if Warnock wins, it basically ensures that uh, if it's one of those points that Democrats are all in agree on, they don't have to use Kamala Harris to get it done. Republicans, they are taking the House. They flipped it. But there seems to be some like contention going on there. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name that uh, is going to be the Speaker of the House right now. Just fucking can't think of it. Um, but he basically got rid of, you know, kind of ousted uh, the Republican leadership that was in the House beforehand. They're still elected. I think it's Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Um, there's, he's still fucking, you know, in there, but. I think I'm fucking that up. I'm not even sure it's late as fuck. Either way, it doesn't matter. Okay, let's be real. Doesn't matter. Fuck shit is still gonna happen. Okay? The Republicans are still going to not wash their hands after pissing on you. And the Dems are still going to offer you cake from their plate. And when you say, yeah, you want some, they're gonna hand you a plate with three crumbs on it. And they're gonna tell you it's, it, it's a very delicious cake. Okay? You're still gonna get fucked. But I mean, McConnell and Pelosi are kind of on the edge. So, you know, there's some good from this shit, I guess. For our next news story, this shit I found funny. So a white teacher was fired after telling class, after telling his class, he was a racist and claiming his race was superior yeah yeah exactly the Nazis are they're getting bold I don't think he's a Nazi he's just a fucking goddamn dumbass but they're getting bold I guess he thought he was untouchable I don't know what tenure makes motherfuckers feel like maybe he had it maybe he didn't I don't know but this motherfucker clearly thought he was untouchable and I know there was no black people in that class because if there was, that motherfucker would be six feet deep. This had to be a class full of white kids. It had to be. If there was two black people in that class, at least one of them is fucking this dude up. There's no way he just gets fired. Okay, he's going to be having his funeral and then his boss is just going to put like a termination notice on his casket instead of a fucking bouquet of flowers but uh yeah he could you know he could feel superior when he doesn't get hired ever again and is in the fucking unemployment line which will make him become more radical ironically enough and uh psychotic before he eventually settles you know settles down in some dirt road town working as a farmer with heavy loans to the bank that you know he owes or, I don't know, crawls up like a fucking crustacean and dies in an alley somewhere. This is this is why I love free speech, right? Because idiots will freely tell you that they are idiots. They can't help themselves. They think they, they think they're fucking edgy and cool. They think they are like like the emos of I don't know, the conservative movement or some shit. And these motherfuckers will just 
they will fucking shoot themselves in the foot. Fuck the foot. They'll shoot themselves in the foot and the asshole. Willingly. And think they're... They think they're, like, you know, they're fucking winning. Instead, they get to hold a free fucking L. The biggest free L. The your ass is never gonna work again free L. And the whole world's gonna tell them, hold it and shut the fuck up. If you die, you die. But if you're so superior, maybe you'll make it. Guess we're gonna put that shit to the test, huh? Superior. Get the fuck out of here, dude. God, I wish there was... I wish he said that to a classroom full of black and Hispanic kids. I do. I really wish he said that to a classroom full of black and Hispanic kids. Because I know the news story would be so different. So fucking different. But instead, he just gets to hold an L. And you know what? At the end of the day, that's the best we can ask for. It's the bare minimum. And for our last story, because uh, I know some of our listeners love the Magic Kingdom and all its glory. You know, Mickey loves giving you a nice rough tongue licking to your wallet, your hands, and your butthole. And I don't mean like a human tongue. No, I mean like a lion tongue. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look up a lion's tongue. Them shits is is sharp. Okay? Them shits will peel more than just skin off. And that's on your butthole. Because there are some Disney freaks out there. And hey, you know, we all have our vices. It's cool. You like to fucking spend all your goddamn money at fucking Disney World. I like to spend all my money. We're not going to get into what I like to spend all my money on. Okay. We're just not. There's some things I will tell the mob, but that's just not what I'm going to tell the mob. And we're just going to leave it at that. One day you might know. But uh, after December 8th, Mickey is... Mickey is going to start doing more than just licking with his tongue. Because their ticket prices are increasing for next year. I think the minimum they're increasing is like 12%. So it's going to get rough. It's going to get rough for those Disney fanatics. Which, like I said, to each his own. But it's, it's so weird that a lot of them are like, damn near 30 I'm not judging. I really don't give a shit. It's just, it's just like, damn. I don't know. I guess I don't watch enough Disney to fucking know anymore. What, you know, Disney is all about. I didn't even see the Buzz Lightyear movie. I didn't know there was a Frozen 2 until like a few months ago. I don't know. And which is weird because I like, I like Broadway and musicals and shit like that. So it's weird that I don't really watch Disney and shit that much anymore. I guess I just associated it with kid stuff. Um, I guess technically because I watch Marvel movies and shit, that is technically Disney too because they're our overlords and they own every fucking thing we watch. I mean, watching an NFL game on ESPN is literally watching Disney. 
which is insane that they're increasing their ticket prices with the amount of shit that they own and the income they have to be bringing in. And this isn't just on single day tickets. Nope, not just single day, multi-day and annual passes. So all you motherfuckers that, you know, once or twice of the year, you know, you take your trip to Florida or California or if you're listening in fucking, I don't know, Japan one day and you hear this and shit and you wonder what the fuck's going on or I think they got one in Paris. I think they have one in, what is it? Uh, is it Hong Kong or is it Beijing? One of the fucking two. You know, wherever you're listening. Okay. And you are one of those two times a year motherfuckers. You got a hotel package and all this stuff. Everything set up. Shit's going up. Shit is going up. And they say that it's driven by strong continued demand and significant investment across the company's parks. I don't know what the fuck they mean by significant advancement investment. I also don't know what the fuck they mean by strong continued demand. Because I've seen some TikTok videos of motherfuckers waiting in line at Disney parks and the lines are fucking insane, dude. They're insane. So if motherfuckers are really going to Disney World to basically ride two rides a day because they have to wait like four hours in line for a goddamn ride and that's going up, I'd hate to see what it's like at like fucking peak capacity. And they're just what, investing in more rides for people to fucking stand around for four goddamn hours? I mean, Mickey, let's be honest, Mickey and Minnie, what this really is, is Mickey and Minnie are going through some tough times. And they want to pass that on to you. Okay. Because Mickey, he's secretly looking for a divorce lawyer. Okay, she's got to look at the... Minnie, Minnie has a view of the account that they share for the fucking Disney parks. So he's he's getting outside money. Okay. This excess income, she's not going to notice it. Because he's getting outside income, he's going to get himself a divorce lawyer. And I hope he makes it through, right? I hope he, I hope he makes it through all right, okay? Because... Divorce court literally creates like 75% of the loony ass right wing dads that spout like QAnon conspiracies, you know, and they have these fucked up views of women. But when they go home, if, if the wife's not happy, they're getting their ass handed to them. Right. And, and, you know, Mickey's got a lot of princesses to treat like shit to replace Minnie. Okay. He's going to treat them all like shit. So if you, you know, if you care about the princesses, you also better hope that he gets the divorce court. Okay. Otherwise, the next time you see Mickey, he's going to be standing in some fucking overalls with a red hat talking about make America great again and some other insane shit. He's going to talk about how he's listened to a few Andrew Tate podcasts, which is going to creep you the fuck out. And confuse the fuck out of everybody. So, yeah. Hopefully he, he, you know, he gets through this shit. I hope he does. But uh, if you go to Disney Parks, just be prepared. 
All right. Well, that will do it for the mob updates. Remember, we're going to uh, try and do this format a little more. I'm currently not sure what our next narrative topic is going to be on. But as always, I'll try and, you know, do it justice. Give you the proper information so you can have an informed conversation. I hope I've updated you on some stories you didn't hear about. Rest in peace to Kevin Conroy. I've enjoyed your company. I can't wait to have it again, including your mom's or your dad's. I'm not a choosy one. Remember that Thanksgiving is coming up. And you make sure that everyone you know knows that Christmas isn't fucking here yet. Okay? I don't care if they hear Mariah Carey's ass on fucking radio. I don't care if they walk into Target and there's a Christmas section. You make sure they fucking know it's not here yet. Okay? I swear to God, if I see one more damn house lit up like it's about to be fucking Y2K with Christmas shit, I'm going to jump into politics solely to outlaw Christmas lights before midnight until the end of goddamn fucking November. Let the nasty ass turkey be carved up and cold before you start putting your Christmas lights and leaving crack out. For the big man in the red suit, okay? Make it clear, folks. I will fucking do it. I will do it. It's not Christmas, goddammit. It's not. And with that being said, I'm gonna be a hypocritical person. Ho, ho, ho. To you members of the mob. And remember. It is all because we live in a capitalist society. And you can keep the change, you filthy animals. you folks still standing around for eh? get the calls in the reform the rando shorts podcast will be back i promise you that yeah okay our host requires rest a lay down and some tea stand together listen again if the message must be replayed be not afraid people Reform and change are inevitable. And you have the bloody power. That's what you got, yeah? But anyways, to the next time on the Rando Shorts bloody fucking podcast. 
Make sure you share, yeah?